Welcome to the podcast, everybody, and where I, Wildfang, am forever, and, and low spirit is weird, and Galactic Carnage is here after missing like a billion in one podcast because he's kind of a homosexual. I mean, he's just been working. That's not. Huh? That's not the case. That's not the case. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. I didn't. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you a, a homosexual. I see HR has been needed. Oh, yes, yes. Sir, sir. You have no idea. You have no idea how much HR has been needed since you left. But uh, welcome back, sir. We're just missing one gentleman, and he should be here probably if he wakes up and sees the text messages and phone calls. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Yeah, exactly. But uh, let's go ahead and get this started. So I had a conversation with you, Galactic, earlier, and you know, of course, I want Spirit to be a part of this conversation, uh, only because she's a part of the podcast to meet the quota. You know, that they include uh, female black women. So now he's not being stupid. Black yes, you are. Don't you forget it. That's the only reason why you're here. Not your, not your diversity. She's yeah, she's my diversity. Yeah. <laughs> now we just, now we, you know what? I'm not gonna go further with that joke. I'm gonna leave it alone. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, what was I saying now? Oh yeah. So we had a conversation earlier about uh, certain types of games that are, you know, of course, similar. And that's Ubisoft games, which are the prime example. Now, I feel as though the Ubisoft formula has the same thing that happened in every game, which is, you know, there are levels, you can't do certain things unless you're a proper level. How do you guys feel about that? Feel about the, the level system in these video games nowadays that Ubisoft started? Um, oh, um, wow, I don't I'm necessarily prepared. think Ubisoft started them. Who started that bullshit? I was just, I was just saying I don't think they started. I, I don't think it's Ubisoft. I feel like it's just collectively everyone was like RPG elements, you know, put it in everything. Yeah. So my, if I let me change the question, do you think RPG elements needs to be in every fucking game? Um, because I mean, a lot of games nowadays, AAA games, are starting to feel the same. And you know, part of the reason I think might be due to Sony and Sony having so much narrative-style games. But when you look at Sony, their their games are successful. So of course, the rest of the market and the rest of the game field is going to be like, oh, let's copy that. It just makes sense. But the problem is we are having a lot of people who are i would say soulless in their endeavors like like there's games that are coming out with these same elements that feel like they're just put together or lazily thrown together i feel like a lot of those are ubisoft games not just calling out ubisoft just to call them out but like i know there's other companies as well that do the same thing it's kind of annoying now to where everything just feels like it doesn't have a soul, and I feel like that's why a lot of people 
know, prefer the older versions of these games, and they're like, oh, uh, gaming used to be so better back then, it's just because a lot of things feel like cash grabs or soulless. Yeah, and, and it, it bugs me because, like, Gotham X would have been a better game if it didn't do this dumb shit. They probably just stuck to the Arkham of the US. Yeah, sorry about that. If they stuck to the Arkham of the US, it would have been great. Yeah, it's just Arkham without Batman. And that was a fun part of the combat. Yeah. And it's the most predictable story in the history of man. Like, you can guess the story from no part of Corey in the game and be like, oh wow, how are you going to happen? Yep! Yeah, I mean, I just like Gotham Knights to me, and I see why it appeals to a lot of people. A lot of people are clamoring for multiplayer games nowadays. Because everything, like I said, has been changed to be a single player thing. And it's, I get why that is bad because some people like their multiplayer games. But these games are starting to feel less like the developers care and more like they just want money and that's the concern for me you know what i'm saying not everything needs to be this oh my god there's multiplayer elements there's rpg elements there's a loot box or battle pass system in there not everything needs to be just like that <sighs> yeah and the, and the battle pass thing is a different conversation altogether that could be had for days like jesus christ yeah, I, I remember there being a time in games where you earned everything in the game, and sure, I, I didn't get to play a lot during that era, it sure was fun to actually, you know, earn the shit that I have, versus now it just kind of feels like I'm playing the game for a little bit and it dies, if you notice every game dies within the first, like, month or two, it just feels like that to me. Everything feels not worth my time. Gotham Knights is definitely one of the biggest games recently where everyone was hyped and I was just like, I don't I don't think this is gonna be a good game. I'm very glad I did not buy it. Yeah. That's why I didn't buy it, because I was just like, I don't know. I don't see the hype for it. Like and I've been playing the Arkham games recently, so I was like, oh like this might be cool, but then I'm I'm looking into it, I'm just like, ah, this doesn't feel like the rest. Yeah. And it makes it even worse, it's, it's, it's just so... It, again, with games like that, so it's just like, oh man, they added the RPG stuff, and I bet you they switched their shit, their stance, as soon as they realized that, uh, Avengers went to shit. <laughs> well, yeah, so then we're gonna talk about looter shooters and the impacts of, of like, Destiny and Borderlands. They, they have great impact on these games now. Like, I feel like a lot of the games want to have those elements in it because I feel like they think it ups their replay value and people, like, enjoy it more and all that other stuff like that. But then when they execute it poorly because they're just looking at it as, like, a cash grab, then look at, look at what we get now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we get a game that's literally so fucking... That it's so boring, it's not even funny anymore. Yeah, it just, like, like I said, it feels, soulless is the word I'm going to come back to, because, like, I feel like we're in this age, we're in a weird transitional period yeah. in gaming, where everything is, like, either a remaster or a soulless husk of itself, like, something that just 
feels like it was trying to play off nostalgia. Nostalgia is like the biggest word, I think. The biggest buzzword for games nowadays. Because it's true. It's true. Like look at look at the lineup right now. Like we have Dead Space remake, Resident Evil 4 remake. Everything's being remade. Tales of Symphonia was being remade. Granted, that game uh, that game was so ugly. I, I, I don't think they should have did that. You have uh, what Final Fantasy still being remade, <laughs> being this multiple year thing that's being sold in multiple parts, and it's not really necessary. It's not necessary. You have like games like Halo, Halo Infinite. It's a great skeleton, but it's just it, there's no there's no meat on its bones. There's nothing else to the game besides you know what I'm saying everything that made it Halo Halo is gone. It's stripped down to its yeah, but yeah. former self. Yeah, but people will say hey, it's actually not that bad. I go shut up. It's a great game. I love playing Halo Infinite, but then there's no there's no thing there's nothing to offer you. Like the main thing outside of the campaign, the campaign was amazing. But look at multiplayer; they, they skipped out on it. So look at that. I don't know what to tell you. What like what are we supposed to do? <laughs> we beat the game. Oh sure, multiplayer is uh, dropping. Split screen's dropping soon, but not split screen, but like you know the other thing, the co-op. So like I don't know if they expect us to go back in and play the new campaign are they going to drop DLC alongside the co-op is there a reason for me to come back and play the same campaign again because towards Halo 3 I feel like Halo 3 and Halo 4 even Halo 4 to some extent there was a reason to replay it you know what I'm saying you want that armor piece that you can earn by beating the game in a certain way Yeah. versus now you have this battle pass system where it's more so how much, how much time can I have you on my game not what no. How much can I have you play my game before you decide to quit and go to the next inevitable game in the same genre? And a lot of people are gonna say, like, like at this point, it's the same thing about these like passes and all that shit. Like, yo, you can't have everybody playing the all the games. No, I didn't have a problem with battle passes at first, but then. With every fucking game has them, it's almost it's almost every like every game has it, right? It is that. <laughs> Halo, do you think Halo's battle pass? I think I like their battle pass system. Yeah, well, you can if problem. you buy it, it's it's yours. It's yours, right? But I think the problem is now they're putting all everyone's putting all their time and effort into these battle passes, and they're not putting their time and effort into what we will be actually playing, like. I feel like Halo had so many modes, so many modes back um, when was Halo 3, Halo 4, and there was like things to earn in each mode. Now, it's like once you complete the battle pass, you're playing the same thing over and over to complete your battle pass, you're going to get bored. Oh yeah, and then like, the battle pass for Halo though is weird because it forces you to play a specific way. Yeah, Cause you gotta do these challenges and shit. Yeah. And it's like, yo, I don't want to do any of this shit. You're making me play a certain way. That's why people were just like, all right, with the same thing when it came to Overwatch, it's a problem. And then the rewards that they be giving you, it's like we want you to spend money. And I don't like when uh, these people, these companies go, all this is just optional. And I'm like, no, you didn't put it in the game just because you wanted players to have choice. You wanted it because you wanted to grate on people's nerves all day. 
That's why, like, Assassin's Creed takes fucking forever to level up or do anything. Yeah, I'm saying it's like, how much time can I take from you? It feels very, it feels very, uh, unrewarding. And it feels very pay to win in certain games, even though it's not pay to win. Like, for example, let's take, I'm, I'm playing Destiny right now, so let's play, let's take Destiny's Battle Pass. You pay for Destiny's Battle Pass, you don't have to work nearly as hard as someone who, like, is free to play. Or if you take Fortnite's Battle Pass, you gotta grind out way more, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, it's, it's a coincidence that once you get into the game and you look at it, and you're not trying to buy the Battle Pass and you go to the store, there's always an option to purchase levels. You know what I'm saying? Like, purchase 10 levels and for $5.99. It feels very pay to win because if the, the Battle Pass is the only thing that's keeping me on this game. The only thing that I feel like I can earn something and get a reward from. And you have a pay to win option. So what happens if I dump $20 into the game and I'm at like level 50? I'm going to cut the game off soon. Like, it's, it's, it's nothing left for me to do. I don't know. It's it's a weird system right now. It just feels everything feels like it's just pushing to the next game. Yeah. Versus games wanting to actually keep you and you know levels of care into the game. And there's like certain developers still exhibit certain levels. Like they'll they'll show that they care in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. But it's not it's not necessarily true every time. It's, it's like it feels fabricated. Well, I, I I know a company that that cares. Called From Software. He's like, yeah, yeah, From Software is the, the main one that comes to my head because they put so much attention to details and love and craft into their game that it just feels good compared to like someone like I don't know, like Nintendo right now with Pokemon. <laughs> you know, it just feels like they didn't. Game Freak. Yeah, Game Freak. It just doesn't feel like they put the same level of care that they used to put in their game, Pokemon. And maybe that's just because they've gotten complacent. And because, you know, uh, Darkwing brought up, brought up a good point as to why they got complacent. Because they had no damn competition. When you don't have no competition, you can put out whatever and know that people are going to buy your shit. The amount of shoes... Oh, actually, I hate saying that word. The amount of just complete fucking idiots are not experiencing any issues. So this game is the best Pokemon game ever! Well, at least this is stuff from the prototype, so no one's having these glitches. Uh, this game, you know, Skyrim has bugs and glitches, so nobody said anything about that. Yes, who the fuck is not saying anything about Skyrim? I love playing Skyrim, but the amount of times where I, at this point, I think it's a trope, I think it's fucking way that my horse can run in and out the mountains, and I can walk up the mountain sideways, and all the stupid shit that happens to it. I bring that up still, and I still like playing it. But again, it doesn't mean that Skyrim is the most fantastic, awesome-ass, super-ass game that's out there. This game is not. And when you don't have competition, it makes you complacent, and it makes you lazy, and it makes you fucking greedy. It's like, well, I'm gonna sit here, and like I joked and said, the next Pokemon game, it's only just gonna be a box with instructions, like, it's gonna be this Pokemon maker at this point. Hey, make your own Pokemon game, have fun. And I guarantee you people will fucking buy it, and people will fucking show out the game. Yeah, yeah. and that's it, people will make a better, a better game. Super Pokemon maker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, have fun, make your own shit, have fun. It's gonna be like the Ikea, it's just, here you go, build your own desk. Matter of fact, you need to come with the tools, you need to come with the screws, you need to have, matter of fact, go outside, go chop the wood, everything. 
Yeah, yeah and again, people will make idea. yeah people will make a better Pokemon game than your Pokemon game, which would be sad. Like that shit would be sad, sadder than anything I've ever seen before. But unfortunately, like I said, we got we got to do what we got with Game Freak. And it, again, every time somebody tries and creates a goddamn game, they always do something that's so stupid on it and it fucks it up. And I'm like, oh, okay, you tried, but you failed miserably. Oh, man, Temtem, you want to fight everybody that you run by? Oh, man, it's like so old school Pokemon. It's so cool, guys. Let's have you fight everybody. And the person asks you a question if you want to fight, but then let's fight anyway. Mm, other games gonna have a flaw. I just feel like even even like games that have the love and craft that I I'm trying to talk about yeah. they have flaws. You know what I'm saying? But at least they know what they are. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like a lot of games are trying to be something they are not, or they're trying to tap into different fan bases because they think they might get money that way. Yeah, you know, it's kind of it's kind of sad to be honest. Yeah, but that's why some of them fail. Look at the Final Fantasy VII remake. Do you think the Final Fantasy VII remake is as good as the original Final Fantasy VII? Yes, there would be no. Not even close. It doesn't have half the content. Exactly. And they tried to make it appeal to newer people and it failed miserably. Like, no. You're not going to sit there and tell people who play Final Fantasy VII put hundreds of hours in Final Fantasy 7 <laughs> and you're not gonna tell me that that the fucking remake is gonna sell as much as uh, the original 7 which is physically impossible I even told that to the one of the people we was talking to I was like yeah it's not physically possible for them to even to even come close to the record that their previous game came to so because they forgot what it means to create a full fucking game Said you created a quarter of a game, sold it as a whole game, and then made and then added fluff and shit. And if you want to the fluff, is not that bad. What? It's even like it's even like if Kingdom Hearts came out a couple like many years from now, and it was Kingdom Hearts like a remake, and they only did up to um, in the first one they did Destiny Islands. And then right after Dusty Islands, you get to the end of Traverse Town and the game is done. And they added so much fluff. I, would, I, I literally would, have, would actually actively go fly over their headquarters then and chuck my fucking uh, game through the goddamn wall through the window. That's what you say if I would first of all be stupid enough to buy it, which I would not be, but still, uh, yeah, I would actively fly to Square Headquarters and be like, alright, go ahead. And yeah, somebody's window getting busted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it's just shit nowadays is remake, reboots, remaster, <coughs> and or open world battle royale. The only reason I don't see me as complaining as much about remakes and remasters and all that stuff and stuff is because I didn't originally get to play the, the original game. <laughs> Now, and, and yeah, so for remakes and stuff like that, I'm not necessarily complaining because then that would, I would be a complete hypocrite if I'm just like, oh, all I'm doing is sitting here making remakes. I got the Spyro 
reignited trilogy. I bought the got the Crash Bandicoot joint and I got the Crash GTR when they came back out because those were part of my childhood. At the amount of hours that and stuff, it just brought back good feelings, good memories, and stuff, you know, memory, memory unlocked, whatever you know that means and stuff like that. So I'm not sitting here saying that like remakes and reboots or whatever like that are entirely bad. Because again, if they sit here and it's just like Sly Cooper remake or whatever like that or reboot, I never actually played the Sly Cooper game, so I actually would fucking buy that. If they also was like, hey, Jack and Daxter remake or whatever or reboot, I would buy that shit in a heartbeat. So I'm not necessarily saying that those are, are bad or whatnot. Because um, again, I played Diamond and Pearl when that came out. And I was just like, you know, okay, cool. Pretty cool. But it's just like, I, I don't feel as though that I have. Ooh, Electro. I don't. No, don't slip. I have <clears throat> not too much of a choice. If you look at my game repertoire and stuff like that, it's just. While I like a variety of games, it, it's just kind of an ongoing thing. Or kind of a, kind of a pattern. I can understand it. Like I said, it's it's kind of aided. It's, they're trying to aim to people where it's like me. But I never got to play Tales of Symphony. I never got to play the original Resident Evil 4 in the style that I'm used to. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it makes sense. <laughs> but also, it's starting to, like I said, feel soulless. Like, there's some developers that come out and make a remaster, and they're just very genuine, like Resident Evil 2. But then it looked like, you know, look at the next one, Resident Evil 3 remake, it felt very, it felt very, like, cash grabby, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they didn't, clearly didn't put as much effort and time or, you know, into it as they did with Resident Evil 2 remake. So I just think companies need to start dropping, yeah. not new IPs here and there, because I could see why you wouldn't want to gamble, but like... You know, start digging into your bag. There's older stuff that you all have that you haven't touched or made. And then, right, just finding what worked for this particular game. What worked for Crash Bandicoot that you literally had kids begging their parents to sit here and buy, or had kids like my age and stuff like that, my generation, staying up hours and stuff like that, beating these fucking levels. Which, again, I very much so appreciate the fact that even the they with the crash insane like the trilogy and stuff that they came out with one two and three that not only was it just like hey hd graphics and it's the exact same games and stuff these games was actually so just as hard as i remember as a kid how these games were actually kind of fucking hard mm-hmm. like it's one thing where it's like okay cool i can sit here and remember the tricks remember what to do with all the other kind of stuff and whatnot remember the different areas to go to for the level and whatnot but I'm like, shit, I am actively dying in the same places I did as a damn kid. This is actively fucking harder. And I'm an adult. So you can imagine if I'm a 31-year-old female and I'm struggling in the fucking crash management game, how it was when I was fucking like 10 or 9 years old. I appreciate that. I'm not sitting there saying, oh wow, I just want to do a remake crash management joint where I can actually, you know, get trophies and get rewarded for shit that I actually sit here and do nowadays. No, same thing with Spyro. I was like, okay, this is actually kind of struggling with this. And then that's it here, and that, that's fine. It actually seemed like that they not only just slapped new graphics and shit on it, that they actually took time and stuff like that with it. Now, when it comes with that, where they can pull out older games and stuff like that in their repertoire and make them updated graphic-wise and add a few different elements and stuff to that, 
that then unfortunately takes the question as to how old is old or how old do you need to sit here and wait before y'all sit here and do remakes and remasters. And then we're real dog. Um yeah, so it's like, so then, yeah, that, game is, that game is still on the PS4. That game is still, I can still play that fucking game. On my PS5. Yeah, and it looks damn near the same. Why the fuck are y'all coming out with a PS5 version for this? Last of Us. I just got to talk with that too. There's a narrative going on where it's like, oh, like this generation is so leaps and bounds over PS4 and graphically we need to experience everything on this fast loading time PS5 and... Ghost of Tsushima literally proved that yes, you don't need that shit. You don't need to. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima was on PS4 and it loaded up like mock speeds, bro. It just tells you everything you need to know. It's <laughs> pretty funny to me. Like it literally, it literally loaded up in seconds after you fucking. As soon as you got down. Um, Started like or teleported or did whatever it loaded up at my speeds and you're like, oh crap Ghost Spoiled me in terms of ps4 games Because I think it's literally part of the reason why I had to just end up selling my ps4 like the week before the ps5 came out Instead of just holding on to it because it's just like literally I, I kept turning on my ps4 and After I beat God of, uh, not God of War, but Ghost of Tsushima and I was just like these loading times like they're starting to kill me because like I was very spoiled playing Ghost, having everything. Yeah, it's literally one of the best. Yeah. All right, I'm trying to focus on shooting people in the face while talking. I understand. Understandable. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we um, like it's fucking weird at this point. And mind you, I'm one of the people that was like, Last of Us Part 1 is $70, and people were like, well, yeah, it's $70, but I was like, but the multiplayer's not in the game, right? Nope. Alright, then you literally, you literally chipping people. Why is it $70, Sony? You need to calm it down. You need to tell your studio to deliver the press. away with a lot. Yeah, because Sony has no competition. Or it has little competition at this point. They got complacent as fuck. They got stupid complacent. I kind of wish. Now, I don't know if you guys had deep or, you know, long conversations about the whole hello, Dark Wave. <laughs> the whole uh, acquisition between Microsoft and, and, and Activision. But, uh, you know, that's starting to get a little bit out of hand on both sides. They're both saying things that are, like, making them seem so desperate. Like, you know, you have Microsoft openly admitting that Sony makes better games, and you have Sony admitting that they couldn't do anything without Call of Duty, which isn't true. Um, it's just like, it's madness now. And then you have Nintendo sitting in the background just getting away with the stuff that they always get away with. I mean, but Nintendo really doesn't do it too much. Well, except for, you know, screw people over on the new Pokemon, but I guess... It's game for dying Nintendo. I mean, that should be <laughs> yeah, Nintendo is usually just a. Uh, they're still just draconian, is, is all I really say. They're a bunch of fucking clowns. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, sir? How have you been? Uh, I'm okay. I went earlier than I usually do, so. Just a little bit. Sorry, he was gonna hot pot later, so I didn't want to. 
15 is too late. Yeah, and then of course we have a fucking time. God damn it! As you see, we have huh? a, a wild uh, a wild boy in here named uh, Galactic. So you know, yep. yeah, he hasn't been on the podcast since uh, 1950. Yeah, give me like, give me like. Twenty seconds. I'm gonna tap out and connect my headphones real quick. Give me like twenty seconds. Yes, yes, sir. Wait, what'd you say? uh, Connected. It's LeBron's first season in the NBA. Oh wow! Long time ago. Yeah, you know he was hooping back when Abraham Lincoln was president. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Um, I was saying with the whole Microsoft or anything that I got, what do you make of the comments that have been coming out of it? Like, you know, there's three, three, off the top of my head, the one big thing I can think of is Sony outright having to say that PlayStation uh, 6 is coming out 2027. No, 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 no. I'm going to announce this now, right? Then I say this, and I say this consistently, right? I'm not buying another PlayStation right now. Well, good thing 2027 and 2028 are far from now. Actually, that they might add up to the time frame of the PS4. Yeah, I'm not buying another PlayStation. Not unless unless the PS6 continue and do my taxes or uh, get a job and stuff like that that earns me. I'm I'm fine. Okay, you don't you don't know you said what? Yeah, I know me. So somehow, some way, I'm having it regardless. No, I'm dead serious when I say this is the last PlayStation. No. So about me. Oh, the last PlayStation. So that's quite the uh, time frame, sir. I will get the PS6 when the PS5 reaches its maximum potential. That's quite the uh, time frame, sir. I will get the PS6 when the PS5 reaches its full potential. even reaches max potential. So essentially, I will only get that joint if this one reaches the full potential. Or a game that comes on the PS6 can't come out on PS5. That's still even a no for me. Yeah. Even if it was just like, even if it was just like, Kingdom Hearts 4 is going to be a PS6 exclusive, like, nope, I'm not going to sit here and watch other people play it on fucking YouTube. Exactly. I'd be like, I'll watch the whole game later. I'm not watching this shit now. Like, but like. Other big, uh. Other big newsletter thing. Headline shit, that's the right reason to say. (laughs) Headline about how, um. Microsoft openly admitting that Sony makes just better games in general. And to be quite honest, that's that's true. It's just their Game Pass is the best part about Xbox right now. Like legit. And I and again we had the conversation earlier if uh, Sony had their PlayStation now even half as good as the Xbox Game Pass, it'd be good, but they don't put new games on their shit. Like, what the fuck is the point of it then? You're putting old games. Like, yeah, I'm glad I got the chance to play the good Assassin's Creed again. But no. Then there was also the other whole deal about Xbox basically wanting 
with this deal to put um, Sony in the box of Nintendo and where they just do what they do really good and what they mean by that essentially is like having having access to all the popular um, shooters on Xbox and have Sony just stick to their narrative based games like out of war and all that type of stuff well while that is true it's just like come on bro and then Sony begging and saying that they can't you know survive without uh, Call of Duty that that was the one that pissed me off the most. I was like, you just said you can't survive around Call of Duty. Make your own IP, you morons. They have Killzone and Resistance and Destiny as IPs. Yeah, you have Bungie yeah. now. Make your own IP. Two of them are dead, and one of them is well. Destiny. Well, that's what we're saying. They should just come out and make their IP. They can. They. Listen, Guerrilla Games at this point can easily make come out and make a kill zone and have it be hot fire. You know, Insomniac Games can definitely come out and make a resistance and have it be hot fire. And they have, this, they have yeah. the studio. Yeah, Insomniac has been on fire. Not Insomniac. Not Insomniac. Guerrilla Games could last kill on game in there. Holy shit. Well, then, even if you say that, they have Bungie, who have created some of the best feeling shooting games of all time who can help you know why the reason why Sony says that and, I, and, and I'm not defending them because Sony's a bunch of, bunch of fucking clowns <laughs> they say that because Call of Duty brings in what we'll just say a rough number what 10 million players just throwing a number out there yeah it's the most mainstream of mainstream fucking games of all time. Mm-hmm. And if Sony's afraid that if they lose that if they lose fucking call of shit for the last twenty years <laughs> that no one's gonna buy their beloved little white console anymore. Wrong. People will buy a console just because they made PlayStation alone. At that point? It's built to that point, yeah. They don't get a fair little fuck about COD. It's not right now. Yeah. They may care about it, you know, later. They may give a shit about it at a certain date. But not at that moment. They're not giving a shit about fucking Call of Duty or goddamn thing. Yeah, it, it's weird. Because somebody's crying about that. Uh, it's, it's just fucking weird, bro. Sony... Sony is... I don't want to say afraid. So, let's just hypothetically say I, uh, Microsoft gets... Uh... Activated. Yeah. Phil Spencer, as he should, should clean fucking house. Yeah. I'm talking about blue and dust paint. The activists is kind of shit right now. That's true. Well, with Sony, the biggest fear that Sony can even have, yeah, is that Phil Spencer gonna look at this team, burn it to the ground, start over fresh, and from that moment, the games that come out 
from them will actually be good. And then people will say, well, damn, we would love to play Xbox now. How you feel about the whole uh, Sony still fighting even after Microsoft offered them a 10-year contract, aka as soon as the PS6 come out, Call of Duty won't be coming out on PS6. Sony, I've said this once, we've said this before, Sony is a bunch of fucking clowns. Remember when I said that a while back, that in my opinion, Sony's already lost his console? Yeah. You do remember. It's just stupid shit like this. The only reason why people would even say anyway is because of games like Godfrey. That's it. In this console general room, PlayStation is just now, after two years, selling in stores. Took them long enough. Xbox did it first. Xbox had the better, I guess, the, the they, they said all the right things. I'm not saying they're doing some fantastic work. But Xbox had, all, they said all the right things. You know, they did the right things. They got their stuff in stores as quick as they could. In terms of just selling it in stores, you know they've done seemingly all the right things that Sony's kind of lacked on. Their Game Pass service is the best thing that they have. It is absolutely killing. Meanwhile, Sony, look at their fucking service it's all the goddamn place. Yeah, and I'm just saying about that. I'm like, wow, it is great. Um, I have no reason to get it for real because. They don't put new games on their service. It's like, yo, what the fuck is the point? You know, and I'm not even saying there's all bad games on it. But, I mean, now, are you paying the same amount probably for a year of Game Pass? Probably so. If I did the math, it might be close to that part, to that, to that spot. But the thing is, at least with Game Pass, I know that when new games release, most times I'll be able to have where Sony, if I don't want to play this old ass game, the fuck is it for? If I didn't buy Horizon day one or day or week one, I'm not going to really, really care about Horizon now. God of War, I'm only playing that really the fucking mean at this point. But that's been that's been the classics thing for free for since the PS5 came out. They have done, Sony is just trying to, they're trying to stay in the so-called we make the best exclusive shit, because Xbox doesn't have any exclusives, and they're afraid that if Phil Spencer gets in there, who, who seemingly is doing all the right shit, will clean up house, and then whatever original IP they get, Sony won't have it, and then they'll actually have some fucking competition in terms of... You know, exclusives, uh, some exclusives, even though they won't, because you have like seven compared to Microsoft one. Hmm. I mean, who gives a shit? Like, my whole thing, who gives a shit? They offered you a contract to get Call of Duty. It's not like you're broke. If you care that much about Call of Duty, this is how you know, so you don't give a shit. If you care that much about Call of Duty, Xbox looks at you and says, here's a 10 year. Here. By that point, that should, that should suffice well, at least a couple years before PS6 time frame. 
Yeah. If you gave a shit about Call of Duty, uh, uh, Call of Duty, you would have sat there, took that ten year grill, and dealt with it. Done. Done. <laughs> I mean, or uh, as a lot of people are saying, just make a fucking IP to match it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. nothing will match Tarly in terms of numbers. This is all about numbers, man. This, this is, this is go deep. It's Warzone. It's the numbers. It's all that shit, man. Yeah, again. You're not wrong, though. I'm You're not wrong. That's cool. That's cool. But, like, if we were to just... I don't know. Kill zone. If it was done properly, I'm sure. I'm positive that it would like be fine for Sony. Sony makes their numbers elsewhere anyway. Their their shooting game lineup would consist of whatever Bungie's new IP is, Resistance, and Kill Zone. If they would actually just do it, and they help. They have all the studios that could easily make a new game, like a maternal hard. <laughs> their their feel that feeling. That I get when I play Returnal. I would have you a fair game. But I think you are one hundred percent correct. You know, between what you're saying and the Sony, it's you. They, 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 gaming is not about fun anymore. Game is about the almighty dollar. Yeah. So everything you just said is one. Everything you just said is one thousand percent correct. But let's be real here. Half these fucking people don't even know what the fuck kills on this. Yeah. Shadow Fall came out. Shadow came out, and guess what it is? A fucking shadow. Look at what happens when you market, though. They market their own. Oh, so it's so so great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For games, not consoles. Yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah, and the VR. I mean, VR yeah. zone. Come on now. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be crazy. They won't do what they want to do. They want Call of Duty numbers. Call of Duty has this thing called Warzone. Killzone does not. Now, can you give it a Warzone equivalent? Absolutely. But it's going to take the time. See, Sony is trying. Sony wants money now. Sony does not want to sit back and like and wait because it's word of mouth. You know what kills on this. Wildfang know what kills on this. Spitfire know what kills on this. I sure as hell know what kills on this. But the average player now, if they they probably only remember Shadowfall, and and to them that game was a failure. Shadowfall came out what the day PS4 came out. That was almost five six years ago. You have heard that one fucking peep from yeah. They moved on to a whole new franchise, so from the, from the mainstream game we're looking in, even if you heard Killzone, you probably only heard of Shadowfall. And if you look at Shadowfall, you probably play it and realize it's very uh, mediocre yeah. to downright garbage. And then you see them, the same company makes Horizon. You ask yourself, well, if Killzone was such a great thing, why did we move on to make Horizon? Why did they go to move Horizon? And never even attempt to make another Killzone. So, they do Killzone now. Let's just say it's Killzone 4. Great. I might be a little excited. We all in this chat might be a little excited. They, 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 you know, they give you 
they give you war zone, uh, war zone equivalent, right? But to, to the mainstream person, it's not COD. So while they will maybe try it, and those who know Killzone will obviously play it, it's not COD. So the money that they will get from COD, it may come and eventually, but it wouldn't be immediately as if, as if you are drop mirrors on two with some fucking, uh, actually with skin out there. You know, you're not gonna make the same amount of money. It's all, unfortunately, gaming is not about fun, it's not about innovation. So there's some devs that care. There's some devs that care, but a lot of devs are just like, money, companies are like, what makes us the most money? And everything else can go fuck off. Which is sad because I was just, I was actually was just like yo remember back in the day when PS2 games came out and if it was shit it was shit. Yeah. You know I'm, and and then you have to ask them how many developers even care. I can think of one. I think I legitimately think CD Projekt Red cares. Yeah. I think they care. Uh, and Cyberpunk made its money. It made its money. They didn't have to fix the goddamn thing. It made its money. But guess what they did? They went back, fixed the game, giving an expansion. I think CD Projekt Red is one of the very few companies that actually care about fun than world, of, you know, than money. I tell you, who doesn't care? Game Freak. <laughs> yeah, because they made their money, and uh, yeah, they're like, okay. Everyone, everyone tells me we're about the returns. Who cares? They made their money. On the cellboards, you don't see return rate problems, you see sales. The only thing that's reported is sales. Cyberpunk was an anomaly. In fact, the fact that Pokemon's in the room the same shit Cyberpunk did just tells you right now why, why Gashford doesn't care. So... Yeah, When you have official websites not even calling you out on your own strip, but they did the day-date, when you have people who crucify Cyberpunk, official Kotaku, uh, they, they, they crucify Cyberpunk for even coming out in that state. And you get Pokemon that comes up the same way we got, well, you know, despite the problem, this is still the best Pokemon game, guys. And, you know, this is a very stupid one, bro. Just need a couple patches and it'll be okay. Well, this is what we do. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we got. We got to deal with. I mentioned earlier that people were still saying, uh, comparing it. Oh, this, nobody's comparing the company thing with Skyrim. Skyrim with bugs and Gucci. Nobody did anything. And again, I'm one of those people that say Skyrim sucks. Skyrim has bugs and Gucci to a point where it became funny. Yeah. And that's literally why uh, Galactic stopped playing Bethesda games. They literally all like this. Yes, they are. And, and, and I would just say I'm not opposed to playing Bethesda games because like, I mean, there's still some games coming, but like until until I get a new Bethesda game and it intrigues me from this like Fallout is to this day like the only game I played that actually put me to sleep. This game's Bethesda publishes that are amazing, Evil Within and and and, and Doom. I fucking love Doom, Doom Eternal. But like at the end of the day, 
I don't know with Bethesda. You know, so their mainline game like Star. Everyone so uh, what's that game? Star. Um, Starfield. <laughs> Starfield. There we go. That game everyone's hyped for. I'm not hyped for it because it just looks like Fallout in space. It looks like No Man's Sky Super HD Edition. Yeah. Absolutely. Which I am um, to where credits do. No Man's Sky definitely, you know, stepped its game up and it's actually pretty fun now. Yeah, those guys actually care about their fucking game. Yeah, and they decided they decided in their infinite wisdom to fix their shit. Which is fine. You know? But at the end of the day, it took them it didn't they didn't just immediately fix it, it took them a brick to fix it. You know, still, I mean, still put care and time into it. Well, they could have just moved on. Yeah, they took a minute, but they cared. They didn't have to fix shit. You know, it, it, you can tell what companies care. You know, I just, I just find it funny. Sony, you know, back to the Sony thing. It, it, like, honestly, who cares? Like, it, you, you, you got a contract. You don't want them to own Activision because of fucking COD. I get it. I get it. I do. From a business standpoint, yes, it would suck. But is anybody? I mean, I'm sorry. Hmm? I'm just. It, it just again brings me back to the point where everybody remember when you got a PS2 game, and it was either shit or good. It was. There was just that you couldn't. There was no fixes. There was no. Uh, get come out now, fix later. I remember the. No, I was saying, yeah, that's how it was. It was no, oh, here's a piece of patch. Here's a little fix it. No, you either had a good game or you had a bad game. And they got lucky with a bunch of stuff that was that was good games, and it just was. It is what it was. This is what this. This is shit. There's also so many games too. It's just how it is. That that is the the gaming. Uh, this is what gaming's turned into. You know, I I don't like it. I think it fucking blows. But this is the. The big time companies who just don't give a shit, this is what they do. Sony wants COD because COD to them is a profitable, even if the show is shit, I'm mean, sorry, the show, even if the game is shit, it's very profitable for them. So, yeah. they're not going to deal with it. People are going to buy it, people are going to buy it. No matter how many times, 2K. They can change so many things for Call of Duty and stuff. People, the name of all people are going to buy it. it it's Pokemon. People are going to buy Pokemon. Yeah, it was, it's, it's literally Pokemon. Yeah, the name alone. Again, I joke and said the next Pokemon game is Pokemon IKEA. Make it yourself. Pokemon Maker. Make it yourself. You go. From your box instructions, you go. And people buy it and swear by it. And as I said, I was just like, yo, if they ever do that, there would be people that make a better Pokemon game than, than freaking uh, Game Freak. And game freak like motherfuckers gonna make a better game, and then po- game freak is gonna be embarrassed like they usually are. And it's gonna be like, what the fuck? People already have, and they all people already have. Oh yeah, yeah, them them fake prints like like the original black and white. 
they always make, they're always going to make better Pokemon ROMs and shit. Yeah. They're fucking me. There's these people who make, uh... In this number of there are people who make, uh... Pokemon games with their own custom Pokemon from start to finish, like their own custom Pokedex. They're all ROMs, and guess what happens? Nintendo ceases and desists. Yeah. Or, or Nintendo, Game Freak, whoever you want to say it, they do cease and desist. Cease and desist. Why? We can't have you making a better game than not. We can't have you making better Pokemon designs or worth making. Essentially, yeah. And that's basically what it comes down to. That. Yeah, but again, this is the part, this is what doing has come to. Oh man, I can't believe that. Not, in the last couple of, ugh, I just can't believe this shit. And then we got future games that are about to come out that I have no faith in anymore. It just so happens that Uber West is actually pretty good, you know? But like, I don't have faith in the next fucking, in, in Hogwarts Legacy. That's what I said. If it comes out and it's good, I'm just gonna be like, oh wow, you actually made a good game. Or like fucking, what else is about to come out actually? Damn, son, I don't, I don't know. Police Protocol, I am afraid about that game, but I have a feeling it's gonna still be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, what else is about to come out actually? Can you not hear me? Uh, I, I can barely hear you, dude. Uh, yeah. Dead Space, Forspoken. Oh, yeah, Dead Space is a remake, so technically for me, Dead Space is a You sound like you're a little muffled, spirit. No, I'm saying. Does it? Yeah, I'm saying, like, Dead Space to me doesn't count because it's a remake. Oh, okay. Either. Oh, say something, Spirit. Oh, hold on, hold on. Say something, Spirit. Hello? There. Yes. Hello? Someone better? Not the same. Uh, you, sound, you don't sound as muffled. You don't sound as muffled. You sound like your mic is like... It's like you're in the room and the mic is like... Say like on the bed or something. Can I really put my But you sound... Yeah, there you go. That's okay. I was saying Astral Fallen, Lord of Rings Golem, Power, uh, there's a game called The Ragnarok that's coming out. Um, a bunch of stuff coming out, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we're jam packed. We're in an era, oh, not era, but like, we're in a, in a space right now. It's, it's jam packed full of releases, but like, at the same time, everyone's so skeptical of everything and how the state of every game coming out has been. Can you blame me? All these games, out of all these games that I have on my list, I think there's like five of them. I put games on list now to sit here and look for, look out for them when they come out. The only game that's on my list that I will be now at this point getting day one uh, is Zelda Tears of the Fallen. That's pretty much about it. Other than that, I'm just going to wait. Sorry, I was out. There's yeah, just like with Pokemon. I would not have spent $63 for this fucking game had I seen everything else first. I would have been like, well, I'm just going to go back and play Shield. 
Yeah, it, well, the thing about that game is at least it was, you know, polished. Like, I really, yeah. Granted, yeah, a lot of people didn't like the game. At least it was fucking, at least it had no problems. Yeah, yeah, this game, I, I, again, I don't, you wasn't there, uh, you, you was not there, no, it's just, it's just, galactic, it is, this was terrible. Like, they, my review for this game was just absolute shit, and because of this game, I will not be buying another Pokemon game. I am actually done with this. That's cool. That's a strong thing. Actually. It's just fine. <laughs> yeah, it's just fine. like how Dark is done with the Assassin's Creed franchise. I'm I'm done with Pokemon. Yeah, just like how you're done with Bethesda games, my guy. And mind you, Doom wasn't made by Bethesda itself. It's how Bethesda made. It's it's, it's, uh, it's it, yeah, it's software. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Bethesda made games. Just like how you're done with Bethesda made games. I'm done with EA made games and. Dark uh, is done with uh, freaking Assassin's Creed. It's, it's kind of like that. She's uh, she's on Pokemon status now. I'm slightly yeah. also done with EA. I just have to wait and see. I Well, you know what? At this point with EA, yeah, because even the shit that's going on with fucking Dragon Age 4 at this, this point, this does not look good. So I might as well just not even, I'm not even going to buy that. I'm not even going to waste my breath. I find it funny that she, uh, we were doing co-op, and I could see every. I saw her battle, and she couldn't even see myself. Well, my game works fine. Exactly. Uh-huh. I, I could see her battle. I saw her do the move. Shout out, hyper beam move. Oh, oh, look at that! She's battling a lot of She did a little beam and shit. Now, to be fair, yeah, she just saw me standing there. I guess never. I wasn't doing a lot of attack. I was throwing many pokeballs, but. I think I did a couple attacks here, but the fact that she couldn't see me even attack or whatever was hilarious. Oh wow! Did you even see my Pokemon out there? No, like I said, you and which we call it was having the staring contest, sir. Was literally just standing there, and I was like, "Do, do you need help?" Do you need assistance? Oh, nope, can't see nothing. Okay. Well, that announce it? I can't remember. <laughs> no, because remember you said that was the trick. You said for, uh, to not be mounted. Me and Wild Fang were both mounted, so I was like, alright, well, let me just get off of my mount, and then I could not still see shit. Interesting. I don't know. I saw you by a lot of my You should not be in the level fucking being used. I think uh, it's. Look at that. One conclusion that I had was that I think it was because maybe this, like, you joined mine or something like that. Like, maybe if I join yours, I'll be able to see you doing your stuff. Maybe that's the only other explanation I can think of. Other than that, I I, I don't fucking know. And at this point, I don't fucking care. Hmm. That's hilarious. Like, I'm literally about to stick some of these Pokemon in this fucking home box and then <laughs> bye-bye game. But yeah, even looking at I got a hat, a bunch of fucking eggs. Oh, guess what? Yesterday, I mean today, I got email finally through this here. Oh, finally, because out of all the ones I had, all six, seven of them hoes was male. Oh, oh no, that happened earlier. <laughs> all of them was male, and that happened. Oh, I have a shit ton of eggs right now. Um. <laughs> All of those now, and I happen. I have a shit ton of eggs right now. Um, <laughs> I'm not upset. 
Oh, uh, while you're here, uh, Darkwave, I did have a quick question. How did you feel about uh, about 95% of the games having R being an RPG instead of a game, Re uh, like recently? What's that? I said, how do you feel about most of the games that are coming out just being fake RPGs or having RPG elements instead of just being a game? Oh, um, everyone wants to be like. <laughs> I mean, RPG elements, the, re the main reason why I'm on this side is because, in some respects, it does give you replay that value. Yeah. And they, they, and they think that putting in the bare, bare, the bare minimum of uh, RPG elements will encourage someone to play their game again, which is not necessarily true. You, you may actually have to have something called builds. Hey. Which you mean does have like builds like Cyberpunk or Dark Souls or Neo or whatever potentially Hogwarts or whatever. Um it doesn't matter. That's just my own truth, it just it won't matter. Okay, and the last question I have, right? Do you feel as though all PlayStation games are the same? All PlayStation exclusives are the same? PlayStation schools are the same. Um, I, mean, I wouldn't say they're the same, no. Hmm. Um, I feel like, oh, I wouldn't say they're the same. I don't personally think they're. Oh, hey, no, um, no, me neither. I think. They, they, they try. They all of the PlayStation games try their damnedest to be very cinematic esque. If you know what I mean, yeah. They 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 they, they, they want that type of vibe with it. <clears throat> um, I wouldn't call them the same. Because obviously Horizon and God of War are two different types of games. Yeah. Um, I think... I don't think they're the same. I think, if anything... If there's one... I won't say a problem, because it's never a problem. The one thing I will say that's very similar about Sony's games is that they all... They kind of all feel the same void. If you will, like Horizon and God of War, almost almost feel the same kind of like if there was something you were missing in a game, they would, they both kind of feel that same hole. Yeah, uh -huh. to a certain extent. Yeah, I get you. Um, like you know, you're not gonna get like you know, you're not gonna have like Dark Souls and then God of War. They fill two different type of voids. Horizon and God of War might feel two different ones, but to some people, it might feel the same void, if you will. You know, that's epic, story-driven, you know, epic cinema, you know, epic cinematic and stuff. So, yeah, I get what you're saying. In that regard, in that regard, maybe, but in terms of like just the games themselves, I don't think, I don't think they're the same at all. I think. 
they have made, you know, listen to the exclusive vastly different games. Yeah, me and uh, me and uh, me and uh, Galactic ran into a situation where we were told that that was the case. But they make the same games. Yes. I mean, again, it's just a common narrative though. Like the older games are the exact same, and you know that's the thing that I've heard so many times. And it just—it's annoying to me because I feel like, you know. Returnal is nothing like God of War, which is nothing like Uncharted, which is nothing like Horizon. But just because they're all cinematic and they, you know, are story driven, everyone's like they're the same game, but it's not. And, and God of War, it's. I don't know why they would think that. I guess. Common they, it's not just one or two people, it's, it's like the thing to uh, say. Well, you know what I think? I think it's because we, the thing I think it's because people don't have people don't have the fucking brain capacity to separate exclusives from like AAA you know just AAA games. Because like if you look at AAA games all year and you have you know the Sony exclusives, a lot of those games that you buy all year play exactly the same. So like your Horizons will play the same as some random like open world game that may or that may not be as horizon but still decent that just so happened because you put on playstation you're gonna have the you never have a mindset to separate you know the games so that's my opinion i think it's because we play so many of the same games a year yeah that when it's all said and done, you know, people don't even, I don't know, <laughs> they just don't pay attention to it. Yeah. Because Horizon, like I said, Eternal is a, is a roguelike. There's nothing to do with fucking, um, thing. Nothing at all. Nothing to do with fucking, um, God of War. No, no, man. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty positive that Returnal and uh, God of War are similar. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my God. Look, man, they have the exact. Uh, they have a. Uh, wait, what do they have that's similar? Oh, no, they have a story. Fuck stories in video games. Fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. And it just happens to be a good story. So fuck stories in video games. All right. Yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. Stories in video games. Punk ass bitch. Can't have these cinematic epics. Fuck cinematic epics. Because they play the fucking same. If you're getting single player, it's going to have cinematic elements, and I, it just happens that Sony has a lot of single player IP. Multiplayer seems to be a focus of other people, but I don't, I don't see why, you know, <laughs> multiplayer games could be cinematic Yeah, uh, Returnal has multiplayer. Fine, cool. Fucking everything has multiplayer. Fine, cool. But, you know, nobody would make fun of, 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 of Elder Ring saying it's the same as one of Sony's exclusives simply because, you know, it has multiplayer, you know. People are, people are upset with Elder Ring. 
laugh. Anyway, people say dumber shit about Elden Ring, and I just really, that doesn't make, I don't care about you no more. But, yeah. Well, people are upset because it's nominated for, um, Best Narrative. I mean, <laughs> you would get that. And people, and people say, and people say it has no narrative. Yes, it does. It does have a, has no. Yeah, and the narrative. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it should win. Yeah, but it's an actual very good narrative if you just I don't know, talk to the NPCs and read. Yeah. <laughs> you literally have to literally get your own fucking. This is why I like the Soul series. You get your own goddamn story. Or you can collect the story, or the story is its own fucking collectible. That's the best part about that shit. I don't know why I just thought that was funny, Darkwing. I'm sorry. I mean, because people don't do this shit. No, just talk to the NPCs and read the story. Yes! People don't do that shit. That's what you have to do. I'm going to be 100% with you. I don't do that in Dark Souls games. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not going to make fun of you, but if you go, I don't know the story, and I I don't think the game has one, I would be like, bro, what are you talking about? The last boss, if you notice when it first comes in the arena, has two different forms. Literally, the first form looks like a female, and then when he lands, he turns into a male. Like, get out of here, son. There's a reason for this. I think, I think with that, and I think I can slightly maybe explain as someone who doesn't play really play Soul Sites games. Just started just playing Neo Two, which by the way we gotta get back on that. I actually, I'm actually having fun with that game. Yay! Um, but somebody that did not start or play any Soul Sites games or whatnot, um, looking at people range of these games and different gameplay and stuff, you would not typically. At least in my opinion, I would not also have thought that this game had like a narrative. To be oh, quite honest, like like back like again, and I know you said just oh you know just talk to the NPCs and read. Most of the stuff that so what I've seen again, this is me just an outsider looking in or whatnot. It's just me seeing people raging these big bosses, collect loot, do this shit, and then it's a really hard game. That's 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 to be one hundred percent honest and stuff. But again, I'm an outsider. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with saying say that you know you're outside, but the thing is, what makes it even what makes it even funnier, yeah, is that more so less than Dark Souls, Elden Ring. So when you play Dark Souls, when you play Bloodborne, you you don't have you, your character has like no direction. Your character is just there going listening to a bunch of dumb fucks in the game who happen to either get killed or betray you, and you're just moving and like. You're just kind of going with the flow. Whereas Elden Ring, it gives you your character has a clear goal. Your character knows his goal from the beginning of the game. He knows his goal. He knows Millennia's goal. He knows all these different goals from the beginning on the onset. Now everything else in between, hell, the, the beginning cutscene shows you what the fuck happened in Caleb. Uh, Melania had a nice little battle with Radon and said, fuck this shit. And blew that shit to hell. So it gives you a very straightforward narrative, unlike the Dark Souls games. Dark Souls games, I am a guy in prison who gets rescued by some other clown, who that clown dies, I have to clear his mess, I get killed by a freaking crow, I'm looking around left and right, then I'm just happy to walk here, they're saying, hey, ring me bells and see what happens. 
There's no real goal. I mean, yeah, but, but Oscar is literally telling you. He kind of tells you at the beginning of that one. Dark Souls 2 is the one where I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, he tells you something about being a chosen, but everything in Dark Souls is like a win. Like, let's see, let's, it's like, let's see if you are the chosen one there this time. You know, you're, it's like a win. Whereas Holy Rain is very incorrect. You are going to be, you are supposed to be Elder Lord. Yeah. And then when you get to that, you know, when you have that plot line, you get Malaya. Uh, Malaya, uh, you know, you travel with Malaya. I yeah. need to get to the, uh, the capital. So I'm going to travel with you until I get to the capital because of such and such and such and such. And then from there, then you hit the lore of, you know, the Radons and Ronnie. I mean, Ronnie's quest line, the fuck is going on for Yeah. And her storyline is very, it's, it's one of the most drawn. Her storyline, uh, Miller's storyline, those are very good narratives. And, and you're told, everything you need to be told, it's just not cutscene oriented. It's just, you don't have these epic, you know, cinematic cutscenes, you're just told. Everyone says Miller's storyline isn't good. Or isn't like a narrative, I won't say necessarily good, because some people, you know, it's okay. But uh, a narrative. Then what the fuck are you playing? Like, you go through the entire game. Now, yes, you have to find her. But you go through the entire game learning about Millicent simply because of the fact she basically traveled alongside you as you go fight mommy. You don't know who that is. And you find a realization that, oh shit, they were, you know, somewhat related, this, that, and the other. Don't get me started on Ronnie's storyline. Everyone loves Ronnie. Oh, yeah. Her storyline is fantastic. But, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying she win. Yeah, but. I probably wouldn't do it as best narrative, but. But doing best narrative. It's there. For this person, this Souls game, it's definitely. It's there more so than any Dark Souls game. Yeah, the only one that's, that beats it is Sekiro. Well, Sekiro is like a, a story-driven, you know, game. You know, you don't, you don't close your character, you have a voice. I mean, that's the only one that, like, gives you the... That one gives you the... I'll say this, that one gives you the, like... I don't want to say handle, because handle sounds maybe negative. Yeah. But it gives you the more... That gives you more direct. Where it's like, okay... His, his cutscene to explain it to you and everything else. You don't really have to look for anything. There's no real smooth storyline NPCs. But the game will lead you through the story. As opposed to other way in, in Darkseid game, you read yourself through the story. Yeah. But Elden Ring actually leads you a little bit more it leads you into the basics, the backstories of these characters, in which you yourself would have, well, you know, kind of lead yourself to. Hell, but to say that this should not be best narrative, I mean, the narrative of a ring, like I said, the Ronnie quest alone to me was very well written. Redon's story for me was also very well written. Most of the stories were. Millicent, you really traveled this woman pretty much the entire game. Yeah. First of all, it's very, very good in my opinion. Yeah. 
fucking motherfucker down the Joe's is like, yo, he didn't want to get rid of his horse even when he had the sky rock. So he keeps it up with gravity. So he can't crush it. And you're like, wait, this man's Magneto? Yep. Jump straight to the moon. Comes right back. Yeah, she can cheese. How do you cheese that? Go stand by the water. Oh. And he'll fly into the fucking water. <laughs> 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 yeah, so. Oh. Oh. I didn't. I didn't notice. Okay. I will. You know as long as you, as long as you're approaching from like in front of me. Okay. You don't want him to approach like from behind you because obviously he'll just fly over the water to you. Mm-hmm. You want him to start, you want him to approach as if he's coming towards you, in front of you, and the water behind you. Okay. And he'll just simply flop his eyes into the water. <laughs> I haven't done it. I haven't like, played the game in a while. But I've seen it done, and that's just hilarious. Huh. Okay, that's hilarious. Okay. But now, we have to move on. We've talked enough about the game industry. Uh, what? What's going on with my other PC here? There we go. Give me a second here. This time we talked about Survivors series. How many of us watched the series Survivor? I mean, I watched it. Okay. Did you like it? It was social. Okay, we're just gonna go over it and then we're gonna get our asses off here because people got, you know, lives. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. We all have lives. I mean, Dark Wave, you may not have a life, but, uh, I mean, one of us got three jobs, one of us got uh, the one job that, you know, he works at home, and the other one is, uh, is a dork, so, you know. How dare you talk to Galactic like that? <laughs> Who's working three jobs? Oh, Galactic. He has three jobs now. Oh. Yeah. I call him three jobs and call him a dork. That's, that's terrible. I wasn't talking about... You know what? I'm going to let that one slide for now because he's not defending himself. So. <clears throat> so, Survivor Series War Games. We had the first match, which is Team Bella versus Team Bailey. Um, not gonna lie, soon as I saw the uh, Team Bella as the victors, I already knew the winners of the second one was gonna be. It was very fucking obvious. Did any of you see highlights or watch that match? I watched the whole show. Highlights. I saw highlights of it, and yeah, as soon as I saw it was recorded, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. At this point, damage control just needs to be uh. Done. It needs to get control and redone. One second. One second. Yeah. Yeah. And damage control needs to break up at this point. They're getting. Uh, I don't even know what the right word to say is. They're not getting W's. They're getting up. They're getting straight L's. What is happening? Like it is quite. Like it's quite sad at this point. It's almost like, bro, what's the point? What was the point of this if you're just gonna keep giving them fucking L's like the way you keep giving them? It's like at this point, are they asking for L's or what? 
with what's really happening right now. Because, yeah, Bailey L's. I think the only ones that so far sometimes don't be getting L's is uh, EO and uh, Dakota. Because ain't they the, the tag, the longest tag champs? Yeah. But they still yeah, lose. At that point, that's still technically an L, just with championship gold. Yeah. But they, get, they still get a lot of L's. They barely win their matches. It's the favorite letter of the alphabet. Yeah, it's quite sad at this point. A big fat L. Huh. Then there's uh, the next match here. Uh, it is AJ Styles versus uh, uh, Finn Balor, which actually was a good match. I... Surprised? Yeah, I wish it was as good as their first match, but it was actually still good. And freaking Michael Cole name dropped the Bullet Club. He name dropped the Bullet Club and said New Japan Pro Wrestling. They never did it since uh, since they like before this. They never named it. They just said they both came from different places. And then as soon as Triple H is like, Nah, man, I don't give a fuck. They name dropped the Bullet Club. Instead of just the club. And then, and then Corey Graves came from and just said, Yeah, you know the club. You know, yeah, the Bullet Club. Oh, oh yeah. Bullet Club. That's what they're fucking talking about. they had mentioned the Bullet Club before. Not New Japan, but no, this is after, this is after, of course, best. I could have swore on a thingy. I heard him say even before the Survivor Series, the Bullet Club. Because this was like a joint when, uh, or like when Liv was with them. Or with AJ and shit, and then Carl and whatever. I could have sworn they also they did mention, or at least something on the social media or some shit that they mentioned about the Bullet Club. No, this is the first time they mentioned it. The actual Bullet, Bullet Club, which is fucking shocking because it's the Bullet Club. All right. Yeah, it's just the Bullet Club. Next match. Oh, the next match is good. Next match is Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi and. At this point, I don't know if you guys have seen her on, on anything. People want Ronda Rousey fired. She's actually starting to become uh, as bad as Nia Jax in terms of get the fuck off my TV shit. She blew that way. But it's gotten worse before where she now has a hashtag, please fire Ronda Rousey. Mm. Like, it's legitimately hilarious. So, like, did she specifically do anything? Or oh, no, she almost, she botched, on the mic? Uh, she almost killed uh, Shotzi in a botch, which I'm have to say was actually fucking, oh. like, it was like a botch, and I almost killed one of them, so it was hilarious. Jeez. Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Oh, and that sucks. Yeah, the match sucked, but like, have you seen on Twitter, it's, it's a lot of people saying, fire Ronda Rousey? Yes, and people blame JD for it. Oh, wow. They blame him for it because he made his review, he was saying, get her out. He said, fire her, he said, she's weak. <laughs> I mean, of course, they're not I mean, she was real him, because that match was all written, and she does nothing for the division. But you know, people gotta put someone's name on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just looked at it now. It says, As suspected, my name is being highlighted in the fire Ronda Rousey bullshit as the one who started it. Never said it, never implied it, but it was certainly inevitable. 
then he said she needs she he said she needs to leave. Yeah, he, he, she needs to be fired. Yeah, he he needs to follow the title. Yeah, one person, one person said it feels like getting the fuck out of WWE sounds like fire Ronda Rousey. It's literally what people say. You know, that's what. That means her, she needs to fucking quit. Stop. That's that fire. Yeah. Let's go back to the. You didn't say you simply fire the bitch. She said, get her out. She needs to leave. Meaning you drop the title and then you just leave. Fire the bitch. Like he's saying Triple H needs to uh, fire her. He is, I mean, Ronda Rousey, plus, who cares? Ronda Rousey doesn't need to leave. He didn't say fire. I mean, people are going to assume that's what he means because people are fucking dumb. But he never said the words fire. Not like she needs them. Not like she needs WWE anyway. Yeah, if I'm a job corporation and then I just like, hey, well, thanks. So you should probably start looking for another job. Didn't say I was gonna fire you. It could be implied that I'm going to. It's just like, but that didn't come out my mouth that I'm firing you. It's just saying you should probably find another job. But the words "I'm firing you" did not come out my mouth at this point in time. All about it is all about what you say. You never said fire. You didn't say you know she needs to leave. <laughs> she needs to get the fuck out. That ain't that doesn't mean you triple H fire. Yeah, he didn't say that. I just saw the clip. Yeah, people people want that. Whether you like JD or not, one thing a lot of people do. And they'll 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 look at a clip of his video, like a clip that someone will put out, and they'll say like the phrase, but not the full phrase. And then you, as a person, has to go back, find the actual video, and listen to the complete phrase. And then once you hear the complete phrase, you're like, oh, that's typically how it goes with that man. Mm. Yeah. Oh, he got shit off from the AEW women's division for saying, please hold over God now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't call nobody out. He didn't call nobody out. He didn't tag nobody. They did a Jay Cargill and Maria Sophia match. They AEW had advertised that on Twitter. All he said was, please hold over God now. He didn't say Jay sucks. He didn't say Maria. He didn't say nothing of, you know, of derogatory terms. He just said, please hold over God No. And he gets attacked legitimately by the AEW women's division. So, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I don't even like the sure about legitimately. Jesus Christ, stop. I'm, I'm pretty sure that a lot of people in that comment said, God, no, and y'all don't say shit, but because he has a check mark and because he actually has a following, a legit following, of course, that's the one they uh, go after. I just, I just find hilarious that. I find it hilarious that wrestlers even waste their time. Yeah. It's like, okay, if you don't like somebody, that's perfectly fine. JD is not for everybody, and that's perfectly fine. But regardless of it's JD, Solid Monster, over the fucking clown, if you're living your best life, and you're happy with your life, why do you care of what critics 
because you're going to get critiqued. You're on national television. Why do you get upset and find, and find an urge to go on Twitter and make an embarrassment by yourself by confronting a podcaster as if this man is going to cancel? Y'all come out to, they come out to JD as if this man is talking about Jade's kids and her, you know, actual self and her family. No, he's talking about a television show that you just so happen to be on. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't let this man say he's threatening your family in real life. And yeah, Jay did make that. And I was like, Jay, shut up. Leave the man alone. Like, I mean, it's kind of the it's same. not just her, though. It's like. It wasn't just her. Britt Baker came after him, Rebel, and all of that. Like, Right. It's the same. It's yeah, like, so it's you know, you can get critiqued. Actors get critiqued all the time. People are like, "Hey, I don't actually like this actor. I don't actually like this movie." Or whatever, like that. You expect it. It's the same as goddamn wrestlers. You're gonna sit here and get critiqued. It's not like nobody's supposed to ever. Not everybody's supposed to sit here and fucking like you. I wouldn't want everybody to fucking like me. I don't want everybody. I don't to see actors. Like I don't see actors going on social media and bashing people who review their movies all the time. Some of them do. I don't see I, that. No, some of them do, yeah. And they're class one. Really. Yeah, no, some of them do. Not gonna name names, but some of them do. But you are a person in a business that has these things called reviewers. These reviewers critique your work. If you suck in a movie, or if you suck in whatever, if they believe you suck in whatever it is you're doing, then a movie or if you suck in whatever if they believe you suck in whatever it is you're doing then by some serious a serious situation when we talk about the wrestling we're talking about the characters yeah you know, when, I, when we shit on Charlotte Flair we're not talking about the real woman yeah you know, we don't know the real woman we only know her as Charlotte Flair the character Charlotte Flair is on television I don't know who Ashley is, nor do I care who Ashley is. I hope Ashley has a very good life and is doing well for herself. Plus, the, the character Charlotte Flair, who's on my television, can get the fuck out. <laughs> it's you know? just same with Jay Cargill. She seems like a nice woman, blah, 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 all this other kind of stuff. But as far as, you know, the actual persona, like what in the ring, she's still green as fuck. Still has a lot of work and shit to do. I'm very tired of seeing her just always getting dubs and stuff like that, especially against actual legit wrestlers and whatnot. Um, she definitely still needs to improve or whatnot a lot in the ring and everything like that. But it's not me sitting here specifically saying anything to the woman like, ah, fuck her, fuck that bitch, ah, listen here, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna sit here, I'm gonna just attack you, listen to that personally, because fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, no, it's just, it's critiquing, it's reviewing, it's just, it's like, oh, you can't do what I can't do, you're damn straight, I can't fucking do half that shit, and that's still perfectly fine. Just because I can't sit here acting a movie, does not can't sit here and tell you when there's a shitty actor and stuff like that, or when a movie is fucking terrible. <laughs> Just because I don't fucking That's act or whatever like that, it doesn't mean I can't not go to sit here and tell you that I don't know. After Earth wasn't a terrible fucking movie. Steph Rollins will report every Sunday and says he hates or love football. Everyone knows he's a Bears fan. Do you see the Chicago Bears coming to Steph Rollins? Like, I mean, 
Stop talking about our team. He said he hates football. Isn't that a critique? He hates your fucking team right now. That's a critique. I'm pretty sure Jade and whoever else go to restaurants or watch movies and say, you know what? That movie sucked. And that food at this restaurant was not all that. That's a critique, people. Yeah. And you're not all. To make it even funnier, you don't hear people go, oh, you can't do what I do. And I go, what? <laughs> if, they, if, if, that, if that's always like, it's always a wrestler's comeback. Well, you can't get in the ring. So, <laughs> you still suck. <laughs> I can't make video games, but I can tell you which ones are good games and which ones are bad ones. But if you ask me to put one together, I'm going to fucking scratch my head. That's not my job. It's yours. <laughs> Exactly. They say you couldn't do what we do. No shit, y'all. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't get critiqued. Nope. That's just not what that means. That's like a But y'all can tell if y'all like, you know what? This art is kind of bad. But you, if I was sitting here like, hey, uh, hey, dark wave paint, you'd be like, uh, I gonna try to paint a tree or something like that but i'm gonna follow along a bob ross video i guess i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna follow youtube this shit and here we go but like, if you sit and see a piece of art it's just like this does not look good do you fucking review it i could go back and look at the same fucking painting and be like oh my god this is so beautiful it's a fucking opinion it's just like an ass it's just like assholes belly buttons everybody fucking has one yeah. But wrestlers, for some reason, just can't. And maybe they think because... They get extra maybe, sensitive. Maybe they think that people are talking about, like, them as in... You know, when you talk... If you critique Seth Rollins, maybe... <clears throat> I'm just using him as an example. You know, maybe he thinks you're talking about Kobe Lopez instead of Seth Rollins. No, we're talking about Seth Rollins. I don't know who the fuck Kobe Lopez is. Yeah, a lot of people understand so that that basic uh, concept. Like, did anyone see Monday Night Raw last week? Uh, last night? No, I I saw bits and pieces. Did you see what Seth Rollins wore? No. Okay. What's what Seth Rollins wore? Now, if I critique Seth Rollins, right? Obviously, I'm talking about the character Seth Rollins that wear as wore that horrendous outfit that he wore yesterday. I don't, I really doubt Kobe Lopez walks out of his house and that type of in, in the ridiculous outfits, especially the one last night, that he will. I'm talking about your character. Kobe Lopez, I'm sure this will die. Yeah, judging from the He's married to Rebecca Quinn, so I'm pretty sure somewhere or another, this will die. I don't know Kobe Lopez. I hope Kobe Lopez is doing fantastic. I I know who Seth Rollins is. I've been seeing this man on television for ten weeks, for ten years. Yeah, because he's been doing a good job at just being on television and you know doing his thing, which is fine. But what you're not about to sit here and tell me is fucking you can't separate. It's it's like the Roman Reigns thing. Like people can't separate Roman Reigns from. Freaking Leaki, and it doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, wow. I'm not gonna say the guy's a shitty dad because he's a, he's not, he's a, a slightly above average wrestler. Are you nuts? If I was to meet the guy, I'd be like, I don't like your character, but you're a good dude. 
Yeah, that's what it is. Like, I don't, I don't like the the Roman Reigns character. I mean, this is her name. Oh, I mean, we don't know you guys. It's almost, it's almost like managers at work. You don't like them as a manager. Oh no, God no. I like my manager. You know, he just happens to be a cool person. But like, no, God. What I'm no. saying is, what I'm saying is, you may not like the manager. Yeah. And in some respect, maybe not. You know, in some in some cases, you'll learn the person just how they talk to you. Yeah. But in some cases. You may not like the manager, but you don't know the person after when, when they're off of work. You never know. You could actually end up, there could be a manager that you disdain. Yeah. But if you actually hung out with them, you probably enjoy the company. Because really all as a manager and behind closed and, and, and work mode could be completely different to who they are when they're off work and just being them. Yeah, yeah, and fucking chill in. Yeah, I've, I've seen this. I've seen this like a million times. Like half the time, a lot of them were chill. They just, you know, because they got somebody on their ass, they get on everybody else's ass. It's literally how it works. Yeah, I always, I always say, uh, when people ask me about management, I say, I always say, as a boss, you know, it is what it is. I didn't hate, I didn't like their leadership or whatever. I don't know them as a person, so I can't judge them on that. But as a as a boss, nah. As a person, I mean, you know, it is what it is. I don't know as a person, but people don't understand that even in that scenario, we can separate because there are a lot of managers who have to do what they have to do oh, to keep their shit. Yep, and they can't. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. But there's a manager in my, there's a manager in my, 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 my well, one of my managers that generally plays Pokemon and has shiny Pokemon and actually cares. Oh, yeah. What. Now, on the surface, I like to get along with the guy on a low, not work level. And the manager, I think his leadership skills are mid at best. I'm not, you know, I don't hate him as a manager. I just don't think he's that great. I think we had better. Hmm. I don't know the person. I don't know the guy as a person, so I can only judge him as a worker or a manager. Yeah. Which is fine. Which yes. makes sense. Same as same as employees. Your employee can suck, can be slow, weak, but then if you actually let them say. In a bar somewhere, your last friends open it up and they become your friend. I mean, still suck as an employee, but you as a person, you kind of like such a job. But you know, well, I sound like one of my uh, ex coworkers. Mm. I'll let you figure out which one. And uh, Anthony. Am I right? Yes. I didn't know he was gonna actually say his name. Oh damn! Just throwing names out there. Sorry. Yeah, it's pretty he much. Talks, it's, 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 he talks about that's what we say. I'll shoot names on here. I don't care. He's not a part of this podcast. No, he's not a part of this podcast. He doesn't. It doesn't matter. Unless he randomly listens to this podcast. 
with him. I apologize. But yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the <laughs> We got, uh, by the way, I, do, I also believe that Ronda Rousey should either stop or just, you know, they should probably slow down with the Ronda Rousey shit. This shit is dumb. Like, no one cares about Ronda Rousey anymore. Uh, we had Austin Theory versus Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley, in which I honestly thought that would actually be a match. I was surprised. Yeah, I was surprised. and I was just confused on how it ended because the things that bug me, there's things that bug me in wrestling and not using your brain sometimes is one of those situations. Like, Bobby Lashley, why would you spear somebody in the middle of a move? You couldn't have just waited a second? Instead, you speared him. Yeah. And you're just like, what? Yeah. Um... Yeah, that match was really good. The ending was a little bit confusing, but but the, the match was great. I, I enjoyed the match for what it was. Um, I wasn't in a way I was shocked, but in a way I wasn't. Yeah. For me, it was either Bobby Lashley. It was not Bobby. It was either, to me, it, it was either Seth or Theory. Yeah. Um, the reason why I thought they may give it to Seth is to give Theory a one-on-one way of, you know, stepping into his mode, putting everyone over. Mm-hmm. Which, he's, he's still going to do, he's still going to put Theory over, I don't see Seth getting back the title. But, and plus Seth is, is a part of the United States title at this point. But, going in, I knew it would be Seth or Theory, because probably actually was kind of like the odd man out. And the way they're going to be building Austin Theory, I'm not shocked that he won this match. So... Makes sense. Yep. But the match was great. Wrestling-wise, it was probably the best match on the show. Wrestling-wise. Yeah. Story-wise, honestly, it was the same thing. Yeah, this pay-per-view wasn't that terrible. Yeah. The very review since the Triple H ever hasn't been remote, hasn't been terrible. There's been some bad, there's been some bad. None of them have been like top to bottom, great, uh, top to bottom perfect shows, but I mean, for the most part, they're all been good shows. Yeah. They make sense. Most, the right people mostly win. And you enjoy yourself. It's you know, it's not like a smog like some paper games used to be. <laughs> Cuff, you know, like me and takeovers, it's not as it's like takeovers, it's not as good as takeovers. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. One day. When you added real games, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. It's almost like the Survivor Series one. The Survivor Series with NXT, which is good. Yeah. Right. And now the last match of the night. The last topic was that uh, was the Bloodline versus the uh, the everybody else match, which I honestly thought was actually a good working match because I don't feel like the man it. It was the Broaden Brutes and Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens, in which I honestly knew who was going to win simply because who won the first. The heels, I knew the heels were going to win win the match. Oh. Oh no, oh no, Roman wins. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, Roman decided to just win that this one. So, I mean, honestly, they're not going to have Roman be on the team and lose. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, oh. yeah. 
Yeah, I get you. But yeah, I understood. And it did further Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens' storyline, so I'm not complaining. Yeah, it's, it's too early to uh, pull the trigger on that because WrestleMania is not until April. This shit is only early December. Not even December yet, so you can't, you know, you can't push that storyline too far right yeah. now. I think I finally got one. I finally got a target that is actually worth my fucking time. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you never needed one, sir. I had like four. No, I have plenty of them. I have like thousands of them. Okay. I wanted one with a proper nature. Damn, son. Which one? What nature? Um, adamant. More attack or special attack. Because I have two of them now. I have one with, I have basically one with special attack. Mm-hmm. You know, high special attack, more attack. And I have one with, um, now attack. Attack and thing. That's what I was waiting for. I've been waiting for proper uh, natures, basically. Where it was the one that hits. I have neutral ones as well, which isn't bad. Neutral is never bad. Which sure is? Now, I don't know if they're what the babies are. My little babies. But, uh,. <laughs> Anybody else have anything to say about the gaming world and the wrestling world? I like how Galactic disappeared, I, by the way. Yeah, I said he disappeared. I don't have anything else to say. Alright. Alright, good, good. Tie-dye, night-eye. Alright, um... So we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. I... We have some hot potting to do. And I will catch you on the next podcast. Which, the next podcast should be the last one of the year, because that's gonna be the awards... In which we talk about all the awards of the shit that happened this year. Because nothing else is coming out. And technically, Kalista Protocol cannot be counted. Which is hilarious. No can Midnight Suns. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they, they, they came out in December. You can't really count those. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So, unfortunately, we're, we gotta we got to do what we got to do. But alright guys, see you in the next and final podcast for the year and then we're going to start up with near the Royal Rumble again. Yeah. Boy. So we finally have a female Sprigatino 